All right, we're back for all new show. Listen, I'm 44 years old, Blue Damage, and I'm looking and feeling younger than ever before, even after this last weekend, which was probably the craziest weekend I've had in almost two years. Um, did you guys have a, a fun time at my party here in L.A.? Yeah, Absolutely. that was a lot, Jason. You spent a coin. See, I- I like how you put the feng shui together. You had the new Jason Lee logo. You had two different rooms with two different vibes. You had the old school dance floor. I feel like I was about to break dance. You know how I throw a party, Jason. Ain't no party can like we, a Jason Lee party. Can we describe the backdrop? There was behind the bar a gold-dipped lion Jason Lee logo <laughs> backdrop with gold dripping from the ceiling on a loop. I was like, what in the Willy Wonka <laughs> is no, no, no. with this budget? <laughs> He had two golden lion statues in there. I went in there and had to rub the lion. I thought it was real. Jason. Well, I ain't gonna like the, lie. I didn't even amazing. realize that there were lions in I didn't even realize there were lions in the party until at one point when I went to the bar, I saw a lion there. I was gonna get up and hump it just for uh content, but I felt like maybe that would be a little inappropriate. I have to say, um, the birthday party this year was really, really important to me to do. But one, we haven't done a party in almost two years, but I was able to, because of COVID, but I was able to do a party and bring together just elements of kind of my journey that were important to me. Like, for example, it was held at Hubble Studio. If you don't know Hubble Studio, it's one of the best studios here in Los Angeles where they shoot everything from the cover of Vogue to uh, every celebrity you could think of. But my friend Vince owns it. And Vince is a very special person. When I first started Hollywood Unlocked and had no money, I was telling this girl about it. And she was like, you should go talk to my friend Vince. He knows people with money and he's a good guy. I went and talked to Vince. I told him my idea for Hollywood Unlocked. He literally pulled out a checkbook and wrote me a check for $15,000. I had met him that day. He never asked for the money back. He never, there was no strings attached. He just loved my vision and wanted to help me. And so he did. And then... Of course, you know, we've had little Kim here at the show where I've talked a lot about, you know, her being the queen of hip hop and her really creating the lane for what we now recognize a lot of these younger women in hip hop are doing uh, that little nasty, you know, popping pussy rap. (laughs) She was the one who created that that blueprint for them. So I wanted her to be here to give her her flowers. And she did so. And I mean, the night was uh, was very special and to have everybody there, including all of you. It was great. I'm glad you guys have fun. Mm-hmm. And real quick, shout out to Vince because he has this weed line. They were giving out free um, pre-rolls. Vince, thank you, man, because you made sure the party was lit and, and was at a good temperature, a good temperament. Oh, yeah. So, so I missed that part. But ironically, what I was going to mention is that my friend from Amsterdam, shout out to my friend Kip. Uh, she watches the show, Jason, all the way in Amsterdam, told me she watches every episode. She was in town. She said she had a great time. You spoke to her. You made her happy. I think you mentioned to her that all the men in Amsterdam are fine. So that made her laugh. Um, but no, I had a bunch of friends that I invited. And they all had a great time. So thank you for being so hospitable. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Vince's line, he has a he has a cannabis line called Balance. It's really, really dope. And it's, um, sh- I mean, the creativity that he puts into marketing that brand is amazing. He actually called me the day before and said, do you mind if we give everybody free marijuana? I was like, are you crazy? So not only could you come to my party and have all the free liquor you could drink, you could also smoke your brains out. People were walking through smoking and, and puffing. And I'm like, oh my God, these we- I'm surrounded by weed heads. But it was so good that people were that? able to... It was, it was so good that people were, were able to come in and enjoy themselves. Now, look, there were a couple of things that went on in the party that for those of you who missed it, and didn't watch it on Bego. Shout out to my friends at Bego who streamed the whole event live. Um, I have to show you a couple moments where it got really crazy. First of all, Tiffany Haddish, who we all know is my friend and she's friend to the show, big, big, big supporter of mine, came out. She flew in from Vegas right off the jet and came straight to the party. Well, she got up and not only uh, professed that I was her gay husband, which I don't know if Rihanna's aware of this or not. Tiffany's trying to take me from you. But she also twerked on me. Take a look. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to one of my besties. Happy birthday, Jason Lee. He is my, he's my husband. Don't tell Tom. But Jason Lee is my gay husband. Let me know when you're ready to have a baby. I got 143 eggs left.
Okay, okay, okay. So now <laughs> I'm I'm in a gay threesome with Rihanna oh. and Tiffany Haddish, who are both fighting okay. for my love. Sorry, Common and ASAP. Y'all need to get together ASAP and figure that out. But it but it, but it wasn't just Tiffany's introduction, it was Kim's iconic performance. She is a rap icon. She got up there, and here's a couple clips from that performance. Take a look. <laughs> Okay, it was a lot of dancing. It was a lot of dancing. But look, I thought I was the only gay person doing gay stuff on stage. It was the kiss heard around the world on social media the next day between Little Kim and um, Black China that had everybody mm -hmm. talking. Take a look. So what I didn't understand the big deal about it. So what they kissed? Didn't Britney and Christina do it? They sure did. And I think this version was hotter. So stay mad, but I thought it was hot. I was here I for it. I enjoyed it. I got it on my phone. I replay it sometimes. Wait. <laughs> well, look, no, it wasn't just that. Well, look, you know, last week on the show, we talked a lot about vaccination shaming. Well, now, because at the baddies ATO reunion, I told the girl Judy, who tried to drink out of my drink and kiss me, that I didn't want COVID or hepatitis. People drugged me for filth when I posted this photo on Instagram. Take a look. I was walking through my party in New York and saw a couple kissing each other and felt like since it was my party, I had the right to participate. Then people started um, calling me a hypocrite all because I chose to kiss them. Are we not supposed to be intimate in COVID? Those people need to know a little word called consent. You kissing those guys was consensual. Judy grabbing your drink was not. Consent, guys. Look it up. I agree. I did not consent to Judy kissing me. Although now part two of the reunion has aired, everybody has seen that we pieced it up and we worked through it. But I just want to say to people that are out there, a lot of people are stressed out and losing their mind because of a lack of intimacy. This is a time where although we do have to be safe, not just for ourselves, for, but for the people around us, we also have to live our lives. I'm not going for the next five years without intimacy. I'm so I ain't going the next five hours without intimacy. I'm going to do what oh. I want to do. And in that post, what I posted on social media and why I posted it was not just about kissing those two people. It was about saying that at this point, I am going to be a single fucking savage. I am done looking for love. I know I say that every other month here at Hollywood. Aww. I'm done. I give up. I do not know that love is looking for me here in the United States. I do believe it may be in Amsterdam, Paris, Spain, Colombia, Dominican Republic, where else? Portugal, London, everywhere but here. Jason, did you see the birthday video? We did a birthday video for you, and in it, we had to do our wishes. And as a witch, my birthday spell for you is that all the love that you've given, all the loyalty that you've given, because Leos are known for being really, really loyal, I want you to get that back. So I'm rebuking what you're saying and saying that I want you to manifest love this year. It may be, but I think that love you're praying for, for me, Maybe on a flight out of the country. I don't know that it's going to be here in the United States, but either way, marriages are all complicated because another complicated marriage right now is the one between Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth Petty. Now, everybody criticized Nicki Minaj for um, getting married to this guy because of his past. We all know that he has street ties. They call him Zoo. And we know in the zoo there's animals, so you can put that together. They also say that uh, he he was convicted of manslaughter, which means he killed somebody. Don't know all those details, but whatever. And that he is a registered sex offender because he raped somebody when he was 16 years old. Well, Nikki married him even though she knew all of that. And I know I get a lot of criticism here at the show for bringing up these things because uh, people typically forget things. Well, now... One thing that they're not going to forget is that she may be on her way out of the marriage. She now has not only been seen without her ring, she's also changed her uh, Instagram handle back to Minaj. So there's no more Mrs. Petty. It's Minaj. Let me show you for your own sake, okay? 
This is it right here where she's gone for Mrs. Petty. Go ahead. Booyah, Nicki Minaj. Now, maybe this is just a way of getting our attention. Maybe this is a way of her in a very slow, progressive way of getting out of this relationship that may not be good for her. But these are the photos that people saw with her out of ring. Take a look. Now, maybe she's just posting for Louis Vuitton. Maybe she's going to get on a space rocket and head up to uh, wherever those rich people went. I don't know. But either way, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj may be on her way out of her marriage. And that might be a good thing. I think um, maybe she was sold a, a few lies and dreams from her, her husband. Maybe she really believed the story he told. And maybe with all this lawsuit and everything going on in her I guess supposedly trying to um, extort or whatever she was trying to do with the with the victims of the the rape case. Maybe she found out some more details where she was looking like, oh, so you wasn't telling me the full truth. I feel like maybe she's making a step away, and this will be good for her brand because that's a really bad look being with old boy. Just for real. I, yeah, and look. I also think because she met him when she was younger. I know sometimes when you become famous or you are very successful, you feel paranoid that people are only going to want to be with you because of your success. I think because she knew him from the block before she was a big celebrity, that's why he was able to endear himself to her because she, he was like, nah, babe, I knew you before you were big, but now he's bringing her nothing but problems. And let's remember she paid for her brother's case with that other child molestation case. Now she's oh, married yeah. to somebody who's a legal sex offender. If she's not careful for the optics, she's going to start looking like a rape apologist. So I think even if she is still with him, for the optics, I can see why she'd want to pull back because it's starting to create a pattern that's going to make her female fans really, really uncomfortable. And her whole thing is about female empowerment. So it doesn't jive to be with somebody who not only allegedly, well, technically, confirmed rape somebody, the, the, the victim can't even be bought. That means that girl is telling the truth. You offered her a half a million well, dollars well, and she said no. Blue, Blue, let me just jump in. You said a couple of things I don't agree with. Number one, um, Nicki Minaj has never been known for uh, female collaborate what you say female empowerment she's not known she tried to do she tried to to say that her fans always say that let me say this her fans want her to be that her fans want her to be the queen of hip-hop her fans want her to be a lot of things but those those delusional motherfuckers are never to be seen when it's time for the numbers to count let's just be very clear Nicki minaj has always been a hater when it's come to other women she's hated on cardi b she's hated on remy ma she's hated on little kim she has sprinkled in specks of 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 praise for other women but she's been a hater she doesn't like uh megan the stallion anymore she was bullying normani by liking different things on instagram i mean on twitter Nicki Minaj is a hater. Now, let's be very clear. The other thing you said that I don't agree with is that Kenneth Petty did not bring Nicki Minaj problems. Nicki Minaj got into a relationship, got married to, and had a baby by a man whose past she not only knew, but defended like she defended her brothers. Nicki Minaj is complicit in anything and everything that comes her way. And I think the reason why she married him in the first place is because this man comes with a certain level of street credibility and he gives her credibility and protection by doing so. And remember, this all happened at a time where she was being attacked by everybody that she started mm -hmm. a fight with. The other thing I want to say too, is that you know she did stand behind him in a very defensive way, making uh, very clear excuses for all of his indiscretions. Now I'm not here to attack the man on his past. He's he's paid his dues. He's done his time. He's gone through whatever he's had to gone through, and there may be reasons why he's done what he's done. Not that we agree or support any of it, but at the end of the day, Nikki's going to have to deal with this. Now, if Kenneth Petty leaves Nicki Minaj. Kenneth, I'm telling you right now, you are welcomed at Hollywood Unlocked on your first stop back to New York or wherever you plan to move. You are welcome to come here because I'm going to tell you, mark my words, if you guys do get a divorce, she's going to try to destroy you in the press. Press, 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 press. Oh, Jason. And I'm here to help you. That's all I'm saying. Now, I'm not being a Nikki hater. I'm just saying the obvious. The obvious is that this this relationship may be on its way out and i promise you one thing it will get very messy on social media mark my words Ooh. so you don't believe the bia thing so you think that her being cozying up to bia wasn't her trying to seem like women's empowerment it was all just a calculated attempt to fool us well i like bia a lot in fact bia did wish me a happy birthday we text each other on DMs, uh, but uh, you know, Bia had a lot of posts about Cardi B and how much she liked Cardi B before she did this last song, whole lot of money. And then as soon as that song hit, all those 
those uh, messages have been erased off of Twitter. And so oh, what, wow. what Nikki has been what Nikki has been perceived to do is she tries to get close to women who are that next thing to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. But the minute they show love to other women or Cardi B, they're out. And I really feel that that's a that's an insecurity of hers. I think she is so obsessed with the success of other women that she doesn't understand that all these queens can hold the crown at the same time. There doesn't have to be one queen. You have to remember back in the 90s in hip hop, all of the women in hip hop wore crowns. You know, all of them, the Brat, Queen, uh, MC Light, Yo-Yo, all of them wore crowns. Why can't they all wear crowns now? They all deserve them, except for Iggy Azalea. Oh my God! I didn't see that coming. I did not see Iggy coming, but yeah, I agree with you actually on that one. Well, Poor Iggy. anyway, I I don't know. Do, Damage. Do you think that uh, this will get nasty if the two break up? Oh man, I think this is going to be really bad because um, first of all, Kenneth Petty, it can't really get too much worse for him. So what can Nikki really say about him that that we don't already know? Like he's already a registered sex offender. He's you know went to jail for manslaughter. So at the end of the day, if they break up, she's going to have to get a gag order on him because she has everything to lose in this situation. You're saying that he may be gagged. Well, this is all reportedly coming at a at a time where there's this new lawsuit brought against him by Jennifer Ho. Remember, she was the person in 1994 who was 16 and said that he had uh, raped her. And then she came out and said that Nikki, quote, directly and indirectly int- intimidated her. Remember, we said that she was uh, being bribed trying to get her to recant her story. I think that it may be that Nikki's trying to clean up her image that she created the dirty, I don't want to say dirty image, but you know, she created the problems for herself by getting with this guy. I just, I see Kenneth being used as a scapegoat and I mark my words, Mr. Petty, she's going to throw you under the bus. Remember that. Mm. My heart breaks for this little baby, you know what I mean? Because this child is innocent in the middle of all this. And considering that Nikki's a mom now, a part of me, I think a couple of weeks ago I mentioned, I was hoping that motherhood would soften her up. But now that I'm hearing about her trying to bribe witnesses and people are being approached at the club and people's children are being approached, I'm not sure motherhood has changed her as much as I hoped it would. So that makes me a little bit sad. And I hope that at some point... Uh, Kenneth Penny has an incentive to tell us the truth because to Damage's point, there might be more to this than, than we're hearing from. And he's not speaking up. Only Nikki's speaking up. I want to hear from Kenneth. Yeah, but Kenneth is a street dude. He's not going to do that. I don't see him doing the whole press thing. I don't see him coming out here and going on social media and saying anything. But then again, you never know because Wendy Williams' husband was a street guy and he's yep. been laying everybody out on social media. Well, listen, another person that's going viral right now on social media is Lil Boosie. Now he's spoken out um, on threatening to beat up Lil Nas X over the raunchy performances. Last month, Boosie uploaded a video of himself on Instagram where he defended the baby after he got quote canceled for his homophobic world and loud comments. Now in the clip, Boosie said that he thinks that people have been going too damn hard on the baby instead of someone like a Lil Nas X implying that the singer has been setting a bad example for kids by dancing naked in a music in a video titled, quote, Industry Baby. Now, Boosie went on to say that if he's ever at an award show and Nas X tries to get naked during a performance, quote, I'm going to drag his ass off stage and beat his ass. Now, the crazy part is people love Boosie and all the craziness that he says and, 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 and stuff. But you, but I don't think he understands it. That was like a threat of committing violence against somebody mm-hmm. for being gay. And so where does the cancellation stop? Because we still have canceled the baby, which I feel like that cancellation should be overturned at this point. But but Boosie is out here spewing hate. Now, he did stop by the Breakfast Club uh, to talk to our friends, and this is what he said. You know, you, Boosie, you're, enti- you're right. You're entitled to your opinion. The only thing I disagree with is the fact that you, you say Lil Nas X is a super negative influence on the kids. And you said something earlier. You talked about, you know, when you came home, a lot of your fans was in jail or are, are dead. So when you say things like, you know, you want to beat up Lil Nas X, you could possibly be encouraging violence against gay people, man. So that's what I would tell you to watch. Yeah, I wouldn't encourage, because they are four times more likely. But that's what I'm saying. So you should, so don't even. I just told you like gay people, like gay people not after me in the real world. Like, you know, like this is just social media. The world did this. Gay people don't, in the real world, you know, they even have gay people at my concerts, like all like, bro, like in the real world, you know, people respect me for, you know, uh, standing up and they're going to take me a long way in life. You know, I'm 
regardless if ain't nobody other rapper spoke about it, you know, like but I'm saying that you could singles be, you, me out. You could be encouraging violence against gay people. He even I'm said I'm not encouraging. I never said I know. You said you not, wanted to beat him up. No, for going up there and and you know, he wanted to say he wanted to get naked. And if I was there at the awards on the front row and he got naked right there, I would drag him I don't him think off. anybody but should get straight, naked at an award show. If a straight show. person got on the, on the stage naked, you would do the same thing? A straight person. If, a, if, if he wasn't gay, you saying a straight person got on stage, you would want yeah, to do the same fucking thing. right. If he got naked, I would fuck him up. You know. So it's not about being gay. Don't get naked gay. on an award stage. You don't get naked on a what with children. You want your children to see pussy? Come on, bro. So you feel like that about the women who go up there and do that too? Then who get naked on the uh, yeah, or who do get naked, dance sexually, do sexual stuff on stage? You ain't finna turn this around on those strippers on me. <laughs> man, what is you talking? You gonna have all the strippers, man. I need my strippers. I'm already, already trying to bam. You know I need my strippers. No down talk on the strippers. Man, it's the hypocrisy for me. Because Lil Nas X has done nothing but mind his business and be queer and be happy and be as naked as everybody else on Instagram, including some of the strippers and booty chicks that Boosie hangs out with. So I don't understand why he's the one that he wants to beat up. It feels very hypocritical. And I love that Charlemagne called him on that because the minute Charlemagne said, what about the women who are just as naked on stage that you don't have a problem with? Suddenly Boosie started stuttering as he should, because it doesn't make sense. It's a double standard. At least for me, it is. And we all know Lil Nas X wasn't going to get naked on an award show stage. Like, come on. We know that. But I remember an icon by the name of Prince walking around with his ass cut out of his pants. And mm -hmm. they look at Prince as a legend. So I don't understand the big difference between what Lil Nas X is doing with something like Prince used to do. It's, it's freedom of expression. If it's sexual expression, whatever it is, it's that person's business. But no one's going to drop their pants and show their whole situation on an award show stage like even if he said that it's just entertainment like come on now it's not worth fighting somebody this is this is the same man that i will continue to remind you who has pushed pedophilia he supported a grown woman sucking him off and then sucking off his young kid and nephew so we're talking about a person who promotes and supports and has paid for and purchased pedophilia Okay, let's just be very clear. That's your cultural icon, not mine. The other thing I would say too is that I'm so glad that we're able to see little Boosie for what he really is. He is a homophobic man who is so afraid of having a compromised sexual disposition based on other people's sexual freedoms that it just scares the shit out of him. I've never seen a gangster be more afraid of some shit in my whole life. Now, he's clearly trying to push an agenda that people want to bandwagon. Now, I'm not going to support it, Boosie. You know, I feel like, you know, when you look at what you've done and then you look at how the baby's been canceled, but then yet you're not canceled. It's crazy to me. You know, and I know it's because the baby has the baby has more commercial success than you. He's more of a household name than you. He's more relevant than you. He's more booked than you. So you don't you don't have as much to lose as he does. But I feel like the standard is so lost. For me, I'm so confused at why Boosie is still not canceled. Now, another person that has gone on and supported this comment and this commentary is our friend Jocelyn Hernandez. Now, Jocelyn oh agreed with him. She agreed with him, and she commented under a video clip of the interview. Now, this is what she said. She said, quote, Boosie is right, and that's why Bonnie don't have a TV shaking my head. Push whatever you want, but minds won't be brainwashed. Now, I want to try to unpack it. And Jocelyn, you know, you're always welcome here on the show. Is she saying that maybe pushing the agenda of Gonzo or whoever that gay Muppet is, or that's a little too much? Because I can kind of probably agree with her there. But are you saying Little Nas X performing, doing the same thing that uh, Cardi B and um, Megan Thee Stallion did at the Grammys is too much? Then I would say the hypocrisy for me is a little too much. What do you think? I mean, she does the same thing on stage and on her shows without performing. Jocelyn, you see her body all the time. It's a beautiful body, by the way. But I don't understand how she can say that. Like, that's why my little one doesn't watch TV. If she was, she would see you on TV kind of doing the same thing. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Jocelyn, I don't know about that. We might want to pull that, that comment down. 
I'm a Jocelyn fan, and unfortunately, Do It Like It's My B-Day is stuck in, in my brain for, for reasons that I wish it wasn't. But I, I'm a little bit torn because Jocelyn, No Shade, No Tea, Little Nas X, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion are all doing what you want to do. So how are you mad at those who are who you want to grow up to be someday? Like, wait, make it make wait, sense. Wait, wait, wait. When you said... When you said Lil Nas X and Cardi B and all them are doing what she wants to do, what are you saying? Being famous? Yes, because Jocelyn was on Love and Hip Hop trying to have the exact same trajectory that Cardi B actually pulled off. I have a TV, unlike Bonnie, and I saw that. You tried wait, it, and Cardi wait, did it instead. Wait, so you're saying that the baddest puta is um, jealous of Cardi B? I'm, I mean, the facts say that, but I'm just saying, why are you mad at people who are who you want to be when you grow up? Like, come on. Let's call a thing a thing. Let's keep it a buck, Jocelyn. Do it like it's your B-Day and tell the truth. That's my opinion. Do it like it's your... Yo, listen. It was my B-Day, but she just did it. Blue, Jocelyn is not going to be happy when she sees that shade. Look, but Jocelyn, please don't be a hater. Jocelyn, please don't be a hater. You need to... You got to raise your child the way that you want to raise your child. And one thing I know about Jocelyn, she is a loving mother. But Jocelyn, there's no way in hell... Even with your speech impediment, you made sense out of that. You know damn well at the end of the day, gay people are going to be gay, straight people are going to be straight, and we have to live in a more accepting world. We accepted all of what you brought to reality TV. We brought all, all the shade, all the attacks, all the messing around with a man who was with a a, a woman. Remember when her a baby daddy, uh, Stevie J, was with... Uh, Mimi. Mimi on Love & Hip Hop. Thank you. Hey, Mimi. You know, we know we've seen your indiscretions. Why is it that being gay makes you guys so uncomfortable? You all need the gay community to help you. Now, I understand from what Lil Boosie was also saying on The Breakfast Club that the industry is controlled by the gays, controlled by the gays. Yeah, that's true. That's because (laughs) those of us that have the most creativity happen to be gay. And so why is it that you're attacking us all? Has Jocelyn ever messed with a woman? Yeah, she eats out girls all the time, current tense. Make it make sense. You smell like vagina, but you're talking about the gay community? Come on, sis. I'm a fan, but you're talking crazy right now. You said Jocelyn smells like vagina? <laughs> Her breath probably does, yeah. The the baddest puta is coming for you. All right, well, listen. I don't know how her relationships are working, but Marlon Wayans is speaking out about his relationships and says that he's never been married because he's always wanted his mother to be his number one girl. Now he talked to our friends over at Essence and he talked about his personal life and he shared the sweetest thing that he said, quote, I never got married because I knew my mom needed me. And you know, this is what he he said he thought of right before she passed. Now they lost their mother back in 2020. He has two children and has never been married. Now, is that a thing where people want to marry, will men damaged want to be with somebody like their mom? Because I know they say women want to be with somebody like their dad. What is that? Now, now I want to make this clear. You said his mom recently passed? She maybe passed in 2020. He, yeah, so maybe he was saying he couldn't put somebody in front of his mom because he was probably helping tear, you know, caregiving and taking care of her. Maybe he's saying it in that way. But I don't think a lot of people on social media is taking it away. I don't know how sick she was. I don't know how he involved he was with her sickness and taking care of her. Maybe that's where he was going with that because I'm confused. He said that he never married because she was his number one girl. Right. So he was basically saying he never wanted to put another woman in front of his mother. And, you know, I mean, she is the matriarch of the Wayans family. She's probably a really big super figurehead in the family. But I don't understand why a man wouldn't want to get closer to a woman or have a wife there for him. Uh, because of their mom. I mean, I didn't have that relationship with my mom where I say, hey, I never want to have anybody in front of my mother. Like, nah, I didn't have that relationship. So is it just that he's so close to her or what? Psychologically speaking, this is actually considered unhealthy. So from a health perspective, like a natural progression of an adult is you raise your son as a good mother and then he goes and finds a wife or a husband and makes a family of his own. For you to have your child that dependent on you is actually not healthy for his own emotional growth. And so even though his love for his mother is commendable, it's misplaced and shows that he has some intimacy issues that he and a therapist may want to talk through because a mother and a wife are not interchangeable. Like, you're a good dude. Find you a wife, sir. Please. But we also know it's a lot of you crazy-ass women out there. As soon as a man get with you, you want him to write his mama off. 
You know, so maybe he thought, hey, I don't even want to waste my time getting into a, a relationship with any of these crazy women who want me to compromise my love for my mother. And I'm not going to put my mother on the back burner for some woman who wants to pop up out of the nightclub, come over here and find out if there's a white chick in my bed. That's mm. a called a fear of intimacy. That's all a long way of saying he has a crippling fear of intimacy that he should get looked at. Sorry. The facts are the facts. Cause yeah, it don't make sense to me. I'm trying to understand it, but I love my mama to death and I want to be with somebody, you know, that's potentially somewhat like my mama has those same qualities and somebody that my mom would approve of. I'm not going to go. I'm not looking for any kind of love or anything serious because I already got my mama. Now, I don't know what he means by it. So I don't want to put no words in his mouth, but from what it I'm hearing, like it sounds a little, it sounds a little strange. It sounds, like, it sounds like both of you are just being haters because he's a mama's boy. Let the man love his mother. <laughs> I mean, guy, I'm he a mama's a wife. boy. That's no excuse at all. And I want to be somebody's wife someday. And I wish I would have a man tell me that you have to wait until my mother's passed away for us to get married. That's not healthy. You want your wife and your mother to meet each other. You want your mother to pass on her recipes. It's a family. And I'm kind of sad for him that that's the excuse he's been using. I hope that now that, unfortunately, she's passing and he's probably going to be grieving. But I hope now he can like be free of that and work through that. Because he deserves a wife. Come on, Molly. Right. Blue, Blue, you sound crazy. Ain't no black mama passing along no recipe to some floozy who's going to take her son. I've had my exes do that. And then go give those cakes literally to somebody else. Let's just those keep cakes. it real. I don't know any black woman. I don't know any black woman in my family who's passed down a recipe. My grandmother died and everything she cooked for Thanksgiving for the last <laughs> 90 years is gone with her. So that is stingy. going to happen. Well, look, I don't know if we're going to settle that. Sounds like there's a lot to figure out there. But look, Shikari Richardson, one thing that's not to be settled is the fact that she's still on fire. And she did a fiery post-race interview that has left social media talking. We posted this on um, Hollywood Unlocked. Fans went crazy. Now, what happened was she made her return back to the track and field, facing off against the Jamaican Olympic team that swept the Tokyo Olympics. Remember, there was the whole post on uh, Hollywood Unlocked where we said Nicki Minaj may have shaded her for some past comments that she had made on Twitter. Well, this was her first race for the first time since her suspension for marijuana, uh, which caused her to miss out on the Olympics. And she had a lot to say. Take a look. Ladies from the Olympic Games. Coming out today, it was a great return back to the sport. I wanted to be able to come in before, um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> this is one race. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> you know what I'm capable of. Count me out if you want to. Talk all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won. But they're not done seeing me yet. Period. Now, yes. Okay, I love the confidence, but Shikari, girl, you missed out on the Olympics because you were sitting up smoking like you was on the porch with uh, the people from Friday. Now you lost. You finished complete last in a race, and now you getting cocky. And I feel like the mm -hmm. lack of humility is going to create a certain level of karma that's going to keep you out the sport. Uh, mm -mm. You know, like, I think I think there's a, there's a fine line between being very confident and saying, I'm going to kill it, don't count me out, and I'm going to prove it to the haters. And then, and then there's a, and then there's a, another fine line between being a full narcissist. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna let y'all judge which she is, but I will say, uh, I just kind of felt like her attitude was just a little, I don't know, negative. Nah. No, I, her attitude was perfect. So here's the thing, right? Shikari's mother passed away. She smoked a joint to deal with the stress of her birth mother passing away. Jamaica, I don't know what's in the porridge over there. They are the fastest humans on the planet. And this is the point that everybody keeps missing because headlines keep saying she came in last. First place was 10 seconds. She was 11 seconds. She lost by one second, guys. Stop saying that BS about she came in last. She lost by one second after all that she's been through. She deserves all of her hubris. She deserves all of her confidence. She's smoking you guys through trauma and doing a great job and has the nerve to like herself. Stop telling black women who are amazing to stop saying they're amazing. She earned it. Well, I'm 100% well, well, listen, listen. listen. She may be amazing. And she may have came in one second last, but Blue, I hate to break this to you. She came in last. 
one it second, ten seconds. I don't care if it's a thousand seconds. Mm-hmm. She came in late. She lost. She's a loser in that sport. Nah. Now let me Here. go ahead a step further. Let me go ahead a step further. I don't know why she was smoking marijuana. She told y'all why she was smoking marijuana. My staff can get stressed the hell out coming off the heels of my birthday party. And if they come to my office dr- high or drunk because they needed to cut the edge off, we got problems. We have policies. The Olympics has standards that you have to meet. Now, look, we want to change the rules. Let's change the rules. But you can't violate the rules to cry foul and then say, let's change all the rules. And on top of that, Black women won. So we're not talking about a lack of black excellence. You're saying Jamaicans are eating porridge. I think you're shitting on the whole Jamaican culture because they're Oh, that's my people. Look, hey, look, hey, hey, hey. But even Jamaicans who are known for smoking the hell out of some ganja didn't come to the uh, uh, Olympics high. They didn't come here high. They came here ready to win and they beat Shikari's ass. So that's right. you better not make excuses for Shikari. Okay. They're all amazing. They're all amazing. I don't think there's any excuses. We got to remember, she's a world-class athlete. Either you're a killer or you're not. Now, yep. in the, if we if this was basketball, there's seven games in the playoffs. When LeBron loses a game, do they expect him to tuck his tail and be, oh, man, well, I'm going to humble myself? No, you say you're the best and you go out there and show up and show again. She's a world-class athlete. There's nobody that's ever been on that track with her that can understand how she feels. To keep herself going, to run another race, you have to talk that way to yourself because exactly. if she's going to rely on these fans on social media, look how much they was championing her literally a month ago, and now everybody's talking crap about her. You got to be your own coach, your own support system. She's world class. I like it. I like the energy because if I took an L like that, best believe I'll be talking just like that. Like, y'all going to see me? This was good. I just got back into it. Watch my next race. That's yep. how you're supposed to be. LeBron loses all the time. Well, well, Blue, I don't know winner's mentality again. It's you know, a winner's mentality. Okay. okay, but listen, 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 Blue. You're you're clearly for uh, you're clearly endorsing escapism because at this point, what I don't understand is is if you're Floyd Mayweather, you're cocky, you're arrogant, and you're talking your shit. It makes sense because they always want to see you lose, but you keep winning. She's not winning right now. She's losing. So if she comes back, runs again, and loses again. I'm gonna mm. come right back here and say, girl, you 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 better you better stop. Cause at this point, it's a show. It's almost like 6ix9ine saying he's the top of the rap game when he's taking L after L after L. I'm not I'm not saying she's like 6ix9ine, but you know, that's the only person I could think of. All I'm saying is I love the confidence. I love that she wants to win and I want her to win. I am championing her on. But girl, stop smoking so much weed and then losing. It's slowing you down. Literally. <laughs> You don't know that. <laughs> there was a point Michael Jordan kept losing, too. He kept getting right there to the big game, and he would lose. And then he came back, and he had that mentality. There's a lot of games that Kobe lost. And Kobe's one of the greatest of all times. What I'm saying is great people can lose. And I just think because it's a track race and it's a woman, they say, oh, she needs to humble herself because she lost one race. It never works one like waste that. by one second. I love that Dimitri is saying that. And even further back, Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier, a black person talking mess whether they win or lose because they have a winner's mentality. It's in our blood. It is our history. I am here for it. I'm here for it. Well, listen, I'm not. I, let me be, let me be extraordinarily clear. I don't think she should get hate because she's a female making these comments. I think if oh, a no. male can make these comments or a female can make these comments, man, woman, whatever, I feel like it should be across the board. Flow Joe didn't have a problem where she got high and missed a, a, a game or missed a track meet. Uh, she didn't lose and come back and say, y'all better you, you. I just feel like, again, become a winner first. You talk about LeBron James and Mike, uh, uh, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan. You're talking about two people who are at the top of their sport. She's not at the top of her sport yet. We're not talking about Naomi Osaka. We're not talking about Serena Williams. You know, we're talking about What's her name? They both lost. Richardson. They've both lost. No, but my my point is they both reached the pinnacle of their career and became the best at it first and then Mm -hmm. took an L. You can be at the top and then take an L and then come back to the top because we've seen it with Tiger Woods. We love a good redemption story. We love to see somebody at the top fall and then come back up and succeed again. What I'm saying is, girl, get to the top first. Stop with all the extra rhetoric because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Remember this. She's going to have a very hard time if she loses again. What people were championing 
with her before when she was denied the Olympics was because we don't believe a person should be penalized for smoking marijuana because we don't see marijuana as a drug and it's not a drug. We're not championing her because she was this world-class athlete that was at the top of the game running it and then took an L because of something we felt that she shouldn't have. There's a difference, at least where I sit. But again, that's why we're all here sharing our ideas. I got she she smoked everybody a week after her mother passed. So in our eyes, she did reach the top of the mountain. And if she's if she's still mourning and has a bad day, I'm gonna give her that grace because she's already hit the top, and that's why we clapped for her in the beginning. But but what wait, okay. Well, let me let's go there. When Naomi when Naomi Osaka felt like she needed to take a break because she was struggling with mental health issues, she took a break. Simone, <laughs> Simone Biles. Biles' aunt, Simone, Simone Biles. Biles' aunt also died. Yeah, her aunt died. Oh, and she, she and took she a took a break. She yeah. didn't get high, lose, make a big deal about it, quit, come back and fail. She took a break. What I'm saying is we all handle our stress differently. And I'm not saying that she should be penalized for smoking marijuana after her mother passed away, but you can't violate the rules of the Olympics, make an excuse out of it, get the whole world behind you to come back and lose and then be disrespectful to the process. I mean, come on. It just makes no sense. So next, next Tanache is going to blame Beyonce and say, I'm coming back. I'm going to be at the top. No girl, you're not. But did Tanache ever smell the top though? Because I mean, at least old girl got there for a couple All I'm going to say is I'm never going to tell a world-class <laughs> athlete to be humble. Okay. <laughs> I'm messy today. I'm messy today. <laughs> oh, the like baddest puta. The baddest puta when she sees this. I Jocelyn, love Jocelyn. Jocelyn, when you got my number, don't call me. Call this girl. Green Chef makes it easy to eat the immune-boosting foods you need to stay healthy and fuel a jam-packed end of summer. Green Chef takes care of meal planning, grocery shopping, and even some food prep, giving you more time to tackle back-to-school season. Eating well is easier than ever with satisfying home-cooked dinners and options that work for you all around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Choose from 30 easy-to-follow recipes every week with options for keto, paleo, and plant powder diets, as well as meals to help you eat in a more balanced way. My life is literally always on the go. I mean, I'm about to go right now. And I hate eating out and getting fast food all the time. So with Green Chef, it makes it so easy to come home and take the hassle off grocery shopping, going through the aisle and waiting in line forever simple to go home and start the cooking process. I love that with Green Chef, everything is already there and ready to prepare. Green Chef has saved me so much time in my day that I could be doing other things like actually enjoying my meals. The food also works perfectly with my new dietary needs and helps me keep the weight off to stay trim. Go to greenchef.com slash unlocked100 and use the code unlocked100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash unlocked100 and use unlocked100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Remember, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay, well, listen, um, that was a lot for me. That's the song that I'm going to play in my head waiting for the baddest puta to tear your ass up. The other reason why I'm listening to that song is because the new host of Jeopardy, Mike Richards, has stepped down after problematic comments have resurfaced. Now, Mike Richards was just announced as the new Jeopardy host like last week, and he's already fired. Okay, because some comments that he made in the past resurfaced. Now, Blue Damage, this is why I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to be any bigger than this box right here, because (laughs) I promise you, the day they give me a big job live on the red carpet at the Oscars, it's Jason Lee, and they're going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, not what you said about those people 10 years ago on Twitter. So anyway, Mm -hmm. this guy now, Mike is homeless and jobless, allegedly, because he made offensive and sexist comments towards his female co-host and guests on this podcast called The Random. See, they went back to a podcast. And this is back in 2013 and 14. Damn it, I just had an epiphany. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to grow. Well, look, that's <laughs> they were reportedly off-color remarks about Jews and Haitians. Yeah, I ain't never know. Patience. He announced he announced his decision to step down in an internal memo and said, "Quote: I want to apologize to each of you for the unwanted negative attention that has come to Jeopardy over the last few weeks, and and uh, for the confusion and delays this is now causing. I know I have a lot of work to do to regain your trust and confidence." End quote. Now the show was already in production, uh, but it's been paused for today as they continue to search for new co-hosts. Now I thought they just gave it to Lavar Burton from the Reading Rainbow. You know, he was also on that Star Trek show, but they apparently didn't just give it to him. 
And I'm going to go ahead and say this. It's your fault that this happened, Jeopardy, because you didn't want to give it to a black man by himself so bad you wanted to share it with a white man that karma came back and got you. Now, what you need to do is just give it to LeVar and go to sleep. Or they could give it to the black woman that Alex Trebek actually named as his heir and that everybody ignored. Alex Trebek was oh. on camera and said that he wanted CNN legal analyst Laura Coates to replace him, a black woman who's really, really smart. And everybody said completely ignored that and went straight to take a oh. look at in the book. <laughs> well, listen, before they take a look in the book, take a look at this video because we got the receipts. Who would be a good, solid host of the show if you retire? A woman. Um, there is an attorney. Laura Coates. She's African-American, and she appears on some of the uh, cable news shows from time to time. I mean, he spoke that from the grave. Give it to mm -hmm. him. Give it to her. And apparently, too, I also blame the internet. We all gassed up poor LeVar Burton. We all got him on there, and the ratings were horrible, guys. That's what the official announcement is. The reason why they pivoted is Black America clapped for this man, but nobody tuned in. So if we're going to champion people, can we actually tune in and not embarrass them with bad ratings when they finally get on the show? Just saying. I mean, sometimes it's racism, I mean, sometimes it's us. I mean, damn, it's blue. They gave the job to Kunta Kinte. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Toby. His name is Toby. No, they gave it to Kunta. Y'all, out of all the black people, y'all could, you know who they should have gave it to? Who? Tamar Braxton. Oh. Because she would have been like, like, child, give me grease for 1000 I mean, she would have been entertaining. You know what I mean? She would have been. I would have gave it to Tamar Braxton. I actually like the idea. I, I wonder what Laura feels like. She's like, wait a minute. Everybody's talking about everybody but me. Like, I'm the heir. So I would love to hear what Laura thinks of being completely surpassed for LeVar Burton. Honestly, I'll take either one of them. I just don't want that, that, that racist white guy who talked about Jews and Haitians to get the gig. Grand opening, grand closing. You How go. do you get fired on your day off, weirdo? What about what about Oprah? <laughs> they can't uh, afford Oprah. That's it. Now you're trying to you trying to bankrupt Jeopardy. Now she'd have to buy CBS for them to get Oprah. Okay. okay. What about Gail King? That's the best next thing to Oprah. And she works for CBS, so that could actually work. Okay. Look at you, Jason Castle. I don't shows. have many comments because I was never smart enough to watch Jeopardy, but it sounds really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds so yeah. fun to these people you're yeah. naming up for the show. Yeah, and, uh, Jeopardy gave me a lot of anxiety. That was one of the shows that proved to me that I was stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we all go through like believing that we're smart until you watch Jeopardy. It's like, Alex, I'll take a, I don't give a fuck for 500. Like, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I actually <laughs> almost there. applied to Jeopardy once. Like, I really liked the show. It was fun to play along. So, Jason, the fact that they give you the answer and I still don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at Jeopardy. If we ever go on, I'm team captain. If they ever do a ratchet Jeopardy, I want to be team captain. Yeah, I traveled traveled all the way to Chick-fil-A for some Chick-fil-A sauce. Alex, what is every nigga in America on a Saturday? <laughs> Jason, do you eat Chick-fil-A despite the the, the gay protests? Because my friends are all confessing. They're gay, but they're low-key eating Chick-fil-A behind closed doors because okay. they feel ashamed. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Now listen, listen, listen. Confess. For, for years, I used to boycott Chick-fil-A. Because, you know, they don't support gay people and all those things. And I am a firm supporter of the LGBTQ movement. Baby, then I had that Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really hard to pass by the little black, the little red and white box. You know what I mean? So I've had it. Yeah. But I try not to eat it too much because, you know, I don't want to be too supportive. But then I believe in inclusion. So kind of bridging the gap between views. Uh, and I haven't had the Polynesian sauce yet, but if I, I think if I have oh the Polynesian sauce. Oh, it is sexual. The Polynesian sauce is sexual, Jason. It is, oh my God. Yeah. You don't want to do it to yourself, man. Ooh, go there, I'm player. an ally, but I'm a, I'm, I want to bathe in Polynesian sauce despite being a gay ally. I'm sorry, guys. But, I'm all, weak. but all, all jokes aside, right? If I stop eating Chick-fil-A because of their views, if I stop, watching this show because of this per like i will literally be sitting in my house eating skinny pop 
all day long. Well, damn, that's what I do, huh? Well, either way, I would. The whole world is made up of craziness. Okay, so I mean, yeah, do I believe in their views? No, but then at the same time, there's a lot of African American people that work there too. So do I not support a place that employs a lot of our people? Like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's kind of like interesting. But yeah, the Chick Fil A sauce. I don't know who created it, but they're going to hell because it's so amazing. Listen, um, again, this year has been amazing. Damage Blue, I turned 44 years old. I appreciate you guys both so much for coming out and spending uh, the night with me there at the party. Shout out to Little Kim. Shout out to all of our sponsors and our friends. But, you know, more importantly, it was so good to see people having a good time again. You know, we have forgotten what it feels like to kind of congregate and get together. And I'm glad that everybody was safe, as safe as they could be. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, just, I, I just hope that people walk away this year feeling the love that I tried to create, uh, for me, but for also for you and, um, let's keep killing it and keep coming back to the show because it, it counts. It really That's does. right. We love y'all. I love you, Jocelyn. Hey. Don't cuss me out. <laughs> no chance in hell. All right. Look, that was a great show and make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.